welcome. This is the Fearlessly Divine Podcast. I'm Maya, your host, and I'm here to inspire you to fearlessly live your most authentic and best life. Because life is just too short to not live on our own terms or to let our fears stop us from chasing our dreams. Now let's do this. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Fearlessly Divine. It's me, Maya, and I'm so excited to share today's episode with you. Today, I'm chatting with Krista Nalgion, and she is the founder of Money Mindful Moms. Her mission is to support moms who want to start paying off debt and build savings without sacrificing important experiences and memories while their kids are young. I have to say that I had the gift of participating in Krista's inaugural Overflow program. And the name Overflow, as you'll hear in the episode, is really about coming out of a scarcity mindset, not living paycheck to paycheck, and just feeling that abundance, that overflow in your finances. As you guys know, having left my job over a year ago, my financial situation has changed. So like I said, it truly was a gift to be able to participate in Krista's program. And I gained so much from it. I learned to face my numbers head on. It was something that I'll admit I was scared to do. But Krista was able to guide me to do it without judgment in a really supportive environment. I think that was another bonus of the program is connecting with other moms in a space where we could be honest and realize that we're all going through it together. So the other exciting news is that Krista will be having her next cohort of the Overflow program starting later on this month. And she's been so generous to offer our podcast listeners a 20% discount if you're interested in signing up. So I will put links in the show notes, but she is offering 20% off the payment in full option or 20% off of your first payment if you choose the payment plan. So if you're interested in signing up, I would say check her out, follow her Instagram, uh, check out her website, see if you feel like it's a good match for you. And if you're interested in signing up for her program, you would get that 20% off using the code FEARLESSPOD. So with that, let's get into hearing about Krista and Money Mindful Moms. Chris, I'm so excited that you're here with us. I'm really excited to hear from you, uh, your inspiration behind creating this for moms, uh, you know, where you got this idea and just your your journey as an entrepreneur. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So why don't you just start off by letting us know, how did you know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? When did you know? And what was that journey like for you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I never really intended to be an entrepreneur. It wasn't anything that um, was introduced to me. Both of my parents worked traditional Monday through Friday, nine to five kind of jobs. Um, But I fell into um, an opportunity when I was in college, um, a drug selling business. And I started it just thinking, oh, what the heck? Like, it'll be fun. I'll get a discount on some of my favorite products and maybe sell to a few family and friends and never really thought that it would go any further than that. But um, once I started it, I think I got the bug for being an entrepreneur and I just loved everything about it. I loved the way that you could connect with people. Uh, I loved that you could create your own schedule. I was willing to work really hard, which I do think that that 
journey takes, you know, of being an entrepreneur, you have to be willing to work hard, but I love the flexibility of it at the same time. And then um, as things progressed, it just kind of snowballed and it became my full-time career for a long time. And I never really saw myself stepping away from that. I loved that career for a very long time. Um, and so I've actually been in the direct selling industry for 17 years now. So it has been a, a long journey, not a six month stint, like I originally thought. Um, but a little while back, I started kind of just getting this feeling that I needed to shift something. Um, and I didn't really know exactly what it was going to look like, but I just started kind of leaning into the things that were lighting me up, the things that I love to talk about. And just from our own experience, my husband and I, um, we were in a journey of paying off debt. And so we had kind of gotten ourselves to this place where we just kind of looked up and were like, what the heck happened? How did we get here? Like, how are we sitting here staring at this giant credit card balance, student loans, all, you know, all the things. And you know, I, I felt like we did the right things. I'm a very optimistic person. And so I was like, if you do the right things, then, you know, it'll all just come together. Well, you know, we went to college, we bought a house, we just, we checked all the boxes and just kept waiting for the money to follow. And it never mm -hmm. really did. And so um, I it kind of got to this place where it was like, we have to do something. We can't, we can't just keep hoping that this is going to fix itself. Um, because obviously that strategy isn't working. And so um, I just decided I was going to just take the bull by the horns and I was going to figure this out. So I'm not a math major. I'm not, you know, super a uh, numbers person or anything like that. So I thought, what is something that I can at least start with to help my family? And for me at the time, it was our grocery budget. Mm -hmm. I was kind of uh, like oblivious, I guess you could say to what prices were before that. It was just like, we need it, throw it in the cart. And so, you know, a gallon of milk could have been a dollar. It could have been $10. I literally had no idea how much things cost. And so I just started by becoming aware of how much things cost. And that was the way that I could cut that part of our budget down. And then from there, I thought, okay, what's the next thing I can do? And what's the next thing? And I started researching, um, you know, how to pay off debt. And a lot of what came up when I would search those things were from the perspective of like an old guy. Let's just, let's just be real. Like it was just like all these old guys who were like talking personal finance and it was like, okay, like there's definitely a place for that. And I think there's a lot that can be learned from that. But I was a mom who was taking care of babies and I needed mm -hmm. to hear a voice that sounded like mine that was talking about this. I thought, what, you know, like, what about like, I need to know how I can save money on our family's vacations and how can I make sure that, you know, by the time our kids are going to college, that our student loans are paid off. I just needed somebody who looked like me, sounded like me that I could relate to. And I didn't really see that happening. And so I just decided that I would go first and I started talking about it online and I started finding that there was a lot of other moms who were experiencing the same thing, but they were too afraid to talk about it. Like, mm. is this taboo topic? Nobody wants to admit that they're struggling in this area. Um, and so that's what I did. I just started sharing and it started off as like little tips. It would be like, 
oh, you know, we're going, we were going on a trip to Disney because my daughter's um, performance was going to be at Disneyland. And so in order to save money, we bought like these Disney cups before we went. And then we like poured soda into them when we got to the park. So we didn't have to buy $20 sodas. And we brought in um, cotton candy and stuff like that. So it was like, hey, here's how we save money in these little areas. And it seemed like it really resonated with people and um, started developing a little bit of a following. And I loved it. I loved it at that time for what it was. It was absolutely just a hobby at that point. Mm-hmm. But again, I started feeling this pull. And this pull was saying that these tips are great, but I wanted to start having conversations for moms that were actually going to change their lives. And I didn't feel like any of these tips were going to actually change their lives. I mean, it was it was fun. And I think people appreciated it. But it wasn't going to affect real change. And, and moms are my people like moms are it. I, I felt this very strong desire that whatever I was putting my time into whatever I was putting out into the world, I wanted to make sure it was going to create positive change for moms. And so I started digging a little bit deeper into the um, money topic to see how I could start creating resources and programs for moms that were really going to actually change their lives. And so that's how Money Mindful Moms kind of went from this is just a hobby to this is just a business or this is a business. And so a a few months ago, you know, I had been really putting some effort into transitioning from a hobby into a business. And I just kept feeling like, you have to let go of the direct selling. You have to let it go. You have to let it go. And I didn't want to, I was like white knuckling it because that was all I had known for so long. And it's, it's scary to step away from something. I mean, I had developed so many friendships and relationships and I had learned so much and I just felt like, how could I walk away from that? Like that career had given me everything that I had up until this point. But a few months ago, I finally made the leap and um, have transitioned to being full time into Money Mindful Moms. And it has, as soon as I made the decision, it was like, I don't know, the the heavens opened up. It was like, it was like so much clarification that this was the right move. This was the right move for me. Um, and it was the right time for me. And so, um, you know, I love what I'm doing now. And I get to every day when I wake up and I like, you know, get those pockets of time, um, to work on my business. I'm just so excited to get to work. Like there's no part of me that is like, Oh, I guess I got to do something for work anymore. It's, every part of it is so exciting. And I just can't wait for like the next chapter and the next chapter. Yeah. I mean, you, you are so lit up. I can tell you're so excited by (laughs) what you're doing. And I, I love what you're doing because I think as entrepreneurs, oftentimes it comes from your own experience of being able to overcome something, a challenge or a problem and and then realizing, hey, this really worked out for me, but now I can't just keep it to myself. Now I really want to share it with the world. And Absolutely. Yeah, I think as entrepreneurs, that's, that's what everybody's trying to do. And I, I think the other thing is there's this kind of idea out there that like people say like, oh, if you have this business idea, don't share it because somebody's going to steal it from you. But I feel like that would never necessarily happen because you came to this idea and have such the passion for it because of your lived experience and because you want to share that with others. 
And so, you know, you could share with others. And I think like you were saying about as soon as you really made that decision and were certain in it, uh, it sounds like other opportunities then kind of aligned or were opening up for you that were showing you like, yeah, this is this is the way to go. And this is what I should be doing. Absolutely. Yeah, it was crazy. It was like, as soon as I made that decision, I literally had people sending me messages saying, Hey, are you taking on any clients right now? And I was like, what the heck? Like this did not happen before I made that decision. It was like making the decision was the um, catalyst to all of it. So Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit more about what you're doing in the business and how, how it's been helping moms out. Yeah. So like I said, I kind of have transitioned a little bit. So um, the, the way that I've kind of described who I work with and, and what I do is if you imagine that you were going to take a flight somewhere, it was your dream destination that you were going to, and you got on the plane and you're waiting for the pilot to get things going. And he came on and said, Hey guys, we can't really go anywhere because there's stuff all over the runway. And so we have to wait until we can clear that off before we can take off. That is what I help moms do when it comes to money. I feel like there's a lot of moms who they want to get going, but there's Mm -hmm. so much stuff that's in the way that's preventing them from doing that. And sometimes it can be as little as, oh, you know, I'm behind on my bills because I've got this stack of bills sitting here that I haven't gone through. And it's like, well, then let's go through it. Like, let's, let's, let's clear that off of your to-do list. And sometimes it's, Hey, I'm maxed out because I'm with my kids all day and then I'm helping with homework and I'm bath time. And by the time I get them down, the last thing I want to do is work on my money. Like that doesn't sound fun to me. So it's then we figure out a way that we can incorporate it in a way that fits into that person's family. So I kind of help with the beginning phases for moms who are like, I just feel like I should be farther along right now, but I don't really know where to start. And I don't want to sacrifice all of the things that matter the most to me. Like I don't want my kids to not have a childhood because, you know, I can't afford stuff or I don't want to sacrifice education or whatever that looks like for them. I help them prioritize their financial goals without having to sacrifice those things. So that's kind of what I've been up to lately. Yeah, no, that's, it sounds like you're really making an impact in the lives of, of moms, not just moms, the whole family, right? And yeah, that's so- kind of why I really love working with moms, I think, because I know, I mean, maybe it's, I'm biased because I am one, but yeah. I know that when a mom feels confident in this area of her life, she shows up as a better mm-hmm. mom, yeah. as a better partner, as a better friend. Like imagine, you know, you're helping your kids with homework and you're distracted because you're getting a debt collector calling you and then you're snapping at your kids and it's nothing that they did. It's because you have this other part of your life that is stressing you out. And so if you feel confident in this area of your life, it just kind of releases that so that you can show up as your best self for the other people in your life and also for yourself. So I really feel like this like person that I get to work with is like the perfect person to to share this information with because I I feel like moms who feel confident 
they're the ones that are going to go like affect change in the world because they're moms, right? Like if moms had the disposable income, what are they going to do with it? They're going to do great things with it, right? Totally. I'm not saying that guys won't, but I just feel like in general, so many moms, you know, if they had like really strong financial skills and they had that disposable income freed up because they had a plan in place, like they would do so many great things with it. There's a couple of things that are coming up for me while you're talking. And I'm thinking of, have you ever seen like a self-care or a wellness wheel? It's like a pie. Almost. I think so. Uh-uh. So it's like, you know, like a pie and it has all the different slices of the pie. And so if you're thinking about wellness or self-care, it's like all these different components. Are you attending to your physical wellness, your spiritual wellness, emotional, mm-hmm. mental, um, and financial and career, I think they're different pieces of the pie, right? Because mm-hmm. career could be very much like, are you fulfilled in the job that you're doing? Whereas the financial piece is the piece that you're speaking to, like, am I on top of these bills? Am I stressed out? Am I not showing up as my best self? So it's really important to have balance in all of these pieces of the pie to show up and be the best version of, of you that you can be. And yes, as moms, like our little ones do depend on us to hopefully be the best, the best us we can be the best moms we can be so it's really important and I think um, oftentimes it's not something that we're necessarily talking about pay attention to it's something that I think could really easily just kind of fall off or like we think we're handling it or we're handling it the best we can and and when we think about self-care like we're not necessarily you know we're thinking about the spa and the nails and the hair or whatever like is a massage that feels nice for you like all of those things definitely important but yeah to be able to feel relief and some kind of sense of calm about your finances I think is hugely important too so I just wanted to share that because um it's just an important piece of the puzzle for pie (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes we treat it like it's just another thing on our to-do list and then we go oh I didn't get to it today I'll move it to tomorrow and then the next day you don't get to it and then you move it to the next day and the thing with finances is time when you have time on your side it makes a huge difference so the longer you're putting it off like the more you're missing out right so I totally I totally agree I love thinking of it as self-care so the other thing I wanted to ask about is, um, you know, like I said, you, you seem so fired up and excited as you share about this. And I'm just wondering, was there ever a time that that it felt scary for you to take this plunge? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, so if we backtrack a little a little ways, um, my husband left his job overnight, um, probably. Oh, my gosh. My son right after my son was born. So eight years ago, and we didn't have any savings at the time, but it was the right move for us because of circumstances in our lives. And so he left his job and it was a very stressful time because we didn't have that plan B. We didn't have anything at the time. And so then now when I was deciding to step away from my um, direct selling, it was like that fear kept creeping in again of like, remember what happened? Like when he left his job, that feeling of stress and I didn't want to feel that way. But the difference was the last time we didn't have any emergency savings and this time we do. And so I feel so different this time. Mm -hmm. I feel like I can just show up and do the work that I know that I'm supposed to do. And I know that I have a safety net there 
Um, and so that has made a world of difference, I think, this time around. But there was still the fear for sure of like, is this the right move? I think that's the biggest thing is like, I knew that I was supposed to do this work, but is it the right move to leave what I know in order to do this work? Or do I try to keep doing both? Mm -hmm. But it was like, I was trying to do both and nothing was really getting the best of me. You know, it was like this rushed, hurried, um, just kind of throw something out there and see what sticks, but nothing was intentional and really had my full, um, time and attention. It was just kind of all over the place. So, so yeah, definitely was a, um, a scary, scary thing to undertake, but, um, I think having a, you know, safety net underneath definitely helped this time around. Um, and just believing that, you know, I had felt that pull for so long, it was undeniable, you know, it was like, it wasn't just like, Oh, Hey, I think I'm going to quit my job and, and do this, you know, overnight. It was, it was a while of me just feeling like, okay, okay. I feel like I'm supposed to be making this shift. Um, so I think those few things definitely helped this time around. And I'd like to hear more about kind of that, that intuitive pull that you keep talking about, you know, yeah. it's like, what is it that you were feeling? What was it that you were hearing inside of you? You know, like for me, I hear an inner voice, you know, over time, did it get louder? You know, how were you able to kind of tune out the noise and really listen to what it was that was pulling you? Yeah. So for me, um, for me, it was God. And um, I think it was, I, I feel it like, in, it's not like I hear the voice of God or anything like that. Like, come and tell me, this is what you're supposed to do. It was more like I would pray about it and just be like, I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. If this is what I'm supposed to be doing, please show me like what the next step is. And it, it would be like a person would come to me or, um, an opportunity or something. And I would be like, okay, I think that's you God, because this is what I've been asking for. And then it's not necessarily like I'm hearing this very clear message from somewhere. It's just like, I'm getting reassurances through people and through opportunities. And for me, that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah, totally. I think, um, yeah, if you ask and you shall receive and, and God, yeah. people and opportunities and, you know, situations in our path to show us like, this is, this is where you're supposed to be going. Yeah. For sure. So what's next for you? Oh my gosh. So, um, this year, um, I just, I just had a, a podcast that came out and, um, it was a private, it's like a private podcast. Um, it was like a short term thing. So, um, that kind of got my, um, I guess I was just really excited to step into that world and it's been really fun so far. And I'm hoping that I'll, you know, keep that going. But the podcast was kind of leaning up to my first program. Um, so my first program is called the Overflow Program. And uh, I came up with that word because that's really what my heart's desire is for everyone that comes into the program is that they feel that sense of overflow, that there's mm -hmm. no scarcity, there's no, um, you know, money is not this topic of, you know, I have to hang on to every single dollar. But like, what if we could get to a place where you felt that overflow that you could give, that you could take the vacation without stress? So the overflow program is going to be happening a few times this year. So throughout the year, a few different times, I'm going to have a four-week program that you can enroll in. Um, and our first one is going to be starting here very soon. 
Um, and then we'll have a couple of more um, coming up later this year. Uh, but I'm just like going all in on that program because I know that it's very tempting to, you know, when you're starting a business to really look left and right at what other people are doing and to be like, oh, she's doing that. Let me also do that. And let me also add that. Mm -hmm. But I have kind of seen from my own experience, because I can get that way. Like my tendency is to get very excited about a strategy or um, just what someone else is doing and the success that they're having. And I have to remind myself, okay, hang on a second. This is what you're doing and just go all in on what it is that you're doing. And so this year I'm really focusing on the overflow program and making it the best that it can possibly be. Um, And then, you know, once, once we've got that under our belt, maybe I'll add a few other things, you know, offers and maybe classes or things like that. But for right now, the overflow program, it's a four week live program. So we actually go through the process together. So it's not like a pre-recorded class and um, it's going to be so good. I'm really pumped for it. Do you have any words of wisdom for maybe a brand new entrepreneur? Um, How do people say the word mompreneur? Mompreneur. Yeah. And, um, or, you know, somebody who's either just starting out or somebody who's either still mulling over their idea and afraid to make it come to life. Yeah. Gosh. Um, a couple of things that I would say, if you are just starting out, one is get, get aligned with some people who, whether that's a paid class or program or a mentorship of some kind, Or if you have the time to really like dig into YouTube videos and just learn everything that you can, because it's so much easier if you've had, had someone that has gone before you that can show you the way to save you time. Because I know as moms, we're all busy. So sometimes I think we want to say, well, I don't want to spend any money. And I get that. Like, I totally understand that. But then you spend years doing what you could do, could have done in a matter of months if you had just invested in a class or something, um, to teach you what it is, you know, and you're, and then you're spending all that time trying to research. So I would say definitely like invest if you can in a a coach or a mentor or somebody that can help you do your research for sure to make sure that you're getting somebody who's really going to help you in the area that you need help with, Mm -hmm. but that'll just kind of help you avoid those like you know, some of those things that somebody who's been before you can be like, girl, don't do that. Like that's, that, that's not going to help. Or here's what you need to do. Here's how you do that. Um, and then the second thing I would say is just be prepared that you're going to put stuff out there and no one's going to listen for a while. You know, you think like, (laughs) Oh my gosh, I have this amazing thing and I'm sharing it. And it feels like nobody's listening. It's because that's the nature of things at first, it takes people so many times of hearing something before they actually hear it. Like we think, Oh my gosh, I've been talking about this for so long. They're probably sick of it. And they're just like, what was that thing she was talking about? (laughs) Oh yeah. I think I kind of remember that. Right. That's like talking to our kids. (laughs) Seriously. That's a good way of thinking about that. Now that I think about it, it really is. So just know that you're going to put stuff out there And there's going to be some setbacks. There's going to be some failures. There's going to be uh, people who you aren't listening, who you thought would listen, like those people who are super supportive and you're like, wait, they're not paying attention or they're not, you know, participating, whatever. So just know that going into it, but then keep going. Like, don't take that as a sign that, oh, I'm not cut out for this or 
this isn't meant to be. I think that's wonderful advice. Um, and even as you were sharing about making the investment in in a coach or or a mentor or program, uh, I really think it's making an investment in yourself. And it's going back to that self-care wheel that we were just talking about. And, Absolutely. And I think, yeah, that failure is going to happen is excellent to put out there. Anybody who's starting up a new business or has a business idea, just expect that it won't always be super successful. But yeah, you keep powering through it and yeah. you get to the other side. Yeah. And back to the investment thing too. I think, you know, so often people will be like, oh, I'm going to go back to school and I'm going to spend thousands of dollars on school and you don't bat an eye, but then it's like, oh, I want to take this course that's going to help me, you know, figure out how to launch a website or whatever, whatever. And that costs $500 or whatever. And we're like, oh, I don't know, you know? So, um, you know, it's, it's cause it's an investment in ourselves. You know, we have to look at it that way. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks for bringing that up because yeah, I feel like that's, uh, like who, who made that call that college is the best investment, but these other courses mm -hmm. that could help us with developing technical skills on whatever subject are absolutely, maybe like, yeah. I don't know, but, mm -hmm. but yeah, you're absolutely right. It's whatever's going to help propel you to the next step, I think is helpful. Yeah, for sure. Before we wrap up, do you have uh, any other messages that you'd want our listeners to hear? Well, if I could just um, encourage you all just from, you know, what, what my field is, um, just get started when it comes to working on your money. I know that um, for me personally, because I wasn't a numbers person, I thought uh, this, you know, I'm just not a numbers person. You know, I'll let my husband deal with it. And um, especially if you have a partner, I think sometimes people can, you know, just kind of leave it to the other person to handle. And not only do you want to do that because you want to make sure that you know what's going on, but also you have so much value to add to the conversation. You know, even if you're like, I'm not a numbers person, well, but you also like know so much about your family and what makes your kids tick and what would light them up if mm -hmm. you, you know, took this vacation or were able to provide this experience for your family or were able to provide this educationally for your kids. And so just being a part of the conversation and the planning is so important. So don't leave it to someone else. Don't put it off. Like just, just get started. And like, remember my story with the starting with the groceries. If all you can do is start with your groceries, that's fantastic. Like you yeah. can cut a, a good portion of your um, spending um, every month if you just focused on that one thing. So just get started. Um, and if you need some free resources, um, my Instagram has a lot of free resources as well as my blog. So you can find some things over there too, um, to help get you started. Perfect. That's such a perfect segue. Cause I was just about to ask if people want to connect with you, how they can find you. Yeah. So my Instagram is just money, mindful moms. And then my blog is moneymindfulmoms.com. And so both of those have um, lots of things that you can go over and binge and, and learn what you can over there. You can always send me a DM too on Instagram. That's usually where I hang out over there. Um, and if you feel like, you know, I need to dive into this more and I'm really, um, want that more, um, handholding or support. Um, like I said, the, the overflow program is happening a few times this year. And so you can send me a DM and just see when the next cohort is going to be. 
um, and I can get you enrolled and up and running with that program if you want more of um, hand-holding and want to be able to really dive in. So, Thank you. That's great. I, I love the work that you're doing. I love the place that it's coming from. And I'm, I'm just so excited to see, you know, all the great things that you'll continue to do. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This was yeah. fun. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and follow. Don't forget to share with a friend. And you can also follow me on Instagram at omayajin. Oh Until next time. Bye.